right now I'm sure am I being excited by the fact that I'm in sure so whether I am or not is not like it's just just ponder it and introspect it and see where it is and I was like what do you shoot I'm with I'm with a kahal and and the Chazal tell us whether I feel it or not the Shekhinah is in here right now I started to like lead Ragesh over being in this minion and and then someone comes up to me and taps me on the shoulder. He's like, "You got to put your nose, your, the mask over your nose." At that, that I'm not kidding. At that second, now I'm I'm a kohen. Like there's pinchas in in you know, <laughs> you know there is. I have it. I, I know. I, mean, I don't act Baruch Hashem. I don't. But I know the for a split second there's like romach energy of like looking for a sphere for like a split second. And then I'm like, if I didn't lead Ragesh over being part of a Tibur right now, this guy's comment probably wouldn't bother me so much, but he killed the moment. Or he wouldn't have come. Or it wouldn't have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or it wouldn't have even happened. Anyway, I made it through. I made it through. It was hard. It was like, this is during Hallelujahs. It's not like at, at uh, Shir Shalyom. It was the beginning of davening. I'm actually done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got shafted over that too. Someone sent me a video. Uh, uh, a rav sent me a message. Some rav sent me the next day. I'm sure you know beautiful Hanukkah. He said davening and everything. But um, yeah. I got a message from someone that's <clears throat> fighting for his life right now in the Corona ward. He asked like, how could anyone have kavana davening like this? And you can't listen. You can't 
No, no, there, there's no winning in... in, in, in right. There's no winning. Uh, well, you're in the public sphere, it's, it's always something. It's worse. That's why Shabbos is so good vast, because nothing's recorded, nothing's, you know... No, but it's just, it's, it's, it's out of control. It's a, absolutely out of control. Maybe it's just only Sionos to realize anyone that makes a comment is coming from a holy place. And that'll be the final tikkun and the Mashiach will come. Like, we don't get mad at anyone's comments because we know everyone's coming from a good, they think they're coming from a good place. Gamarno. Then Mashiach's going to come. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> 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 the test. Mashiach comes. All comments are going to be disabled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's true. It's true. All right, so where are we? We are on page. Hey, we're ready? Nachon. Top of Hey, let's go. Top of Hey For the Refuel Shlema, whoever needs the Refuel Shlema. This is Hashem. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, on Monday we learned something pretty wild. That was pretty wild stuff about Durebe being completely blown away that there are Hasidim, older, elderly Hasidim, even few in number, but the fact that it exists, that are still struggling with stuff that's like Neurim. We here on, on Monday, we were learning about the about Hasidim that still suffer from, from Taivas that they, they were fighting when they were like 20, and now they're maybe 70. The, th- the only difference is when they were 20, they had the koach, the stamina, to not fall into it. And now that in their 70s, they don't even have the physical koach. So they, they're succumbing to taivas that they had when they were 19 and not being able to overcome it. And he explained that it must be because when they were fighting through their yetzer, and even when they were able to prevent themselves from sinning back when they were young, it was just because they knew that it was wrong. But there was no simcha in the in there was no like hisrakshus through the through the overcoming of sin. It was just I know it's wrong, so I'm not doing it. But when there's no hisrakshus, when there's no hisrakshus, when there's no excitement, and being moved and touched by the fact, wow, look what I did! I connected myself to the Ratzon Hashem. What does this make me feel? What is this Indian? And sticking with it. You can keep on doing things because they're wrong or because they're right, or not doing because they're wrong and doing because they're right, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't build you to, to become anybody. It doesn't build you to become anybody. So now, top of Chofhei. Aval isha misragesh, zot omeret shegam libo midosav nikrakhu, vegam bahem margish tatov ve'et hara hachayim ve'esamavis. A per, how do I know if I'm becoming an Ishmit Ragesh? It means that my heart and my Midas have become soft because I'm, I feel, meaning the Lev Evan, the, the, the stone-cold person doesn't exist anymore. I feel the good, I feel the bad. I feel when life is alive and I feel death. And I activate Based on this feeling, umit orer al I live my life. I choose to live my life based on what I'm feeling inside. And I'm completely shocked to my core from the bad and from the death that exists inside of me. Even if I haven't fully fixed everything yet. There's still a lot missing for the final tikkun. Mikol makom. 
Nonetheless, Kvar Eino Kaben HaMeshuga. I'm not, I'm not, I don't fall into the category anymore of the Meshuggah and the son that the Rebbe said a few weeks ago. Rak Keben Chacham? No, now I'm not a Ben Chacham. Asher Gamhu Kvar Yodet HaTov Mitpeel Nimeno. I know what good is. I try to activate that good. It's not just in my da'at that I know I have to have Yeras Hashem. There's nothing else. So it's not just that I know I should fear, from, fear, fear Hashem, but I also have experiences where something shocks me to my core. Let's say I attach myself to a moment of Dvekus, and I know right now that all these tzaddikim that we see around us, those that are still alive, and those that are nifter, when I'm in the moment of Dvekus, they are here with me in the room. Right now. I have moments like that. Those are, those are wondrous moments. And, and that, makes, that means that I've activated the simcha, the israkshus that I have from doing a mitzvah, or for not doing an avera. So it could be that sometimes there's an avrich, there's a young man that when he's alone in his house and suddenly some really nasty thought or a, Ill, a nasty will comes and grabs him, unfortunately. And some kind of a, an epiphany or some kind of a huge awakening begins to take place and goes through him from his head till his feet and his, his hair is standing like nails. Like you go through a whole shock and you realize, God is in front of me and he sees me. You know, this reminds me of, you know, I keep on mentioning him, David Sachs from Los Angeles, the, the TV writer. That's one of my chevra. Anyway, I've mentioned his name a lot. He said once that his, his moment of remembering that he really believed in Hashem was one time he was, in, he was alone doing the dishes in his kitchen as a teenager, I think, and he was living in Manhattan. And uh, he burped. And then he said, excuse me. And then he was like, wait, wait a second. Like, there's no one in the room. Why, why did I feel the need to say excuse me? He's like, because he, for him, that moment of I'm standing before Melochal Arts Kevodo, that's what it brought out from him. So the Rebbe, so the Rebbe is bringing down a, an, a very interesting example here of someone that's like saying, you know, I'm sitting in my house, I'm not doing anything necessarily that wrong, and, 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 a, and a bad, a bad machshava and a bad ratzon comes, overcomes me, and then I start realizing it's amazing that I'm not sinning. It's amazing that I'm not falling into this. Why am I not falling into this? Because whether I feel it fully or not, I know that Rebbeinu Shleinam exists, and I, can't, I just can't do this. I just can't do this. The Rebbe says, use that as an opportunity. Realize when you're not able to sin, don't just be like, oh, that's good because I know it's wrong. Take, the, take advantage of this moment. A lot of Bnei Machshava Tova style over here. Libo, we're in the fourth line in the second paragraph, and Dav Chofei. Velibo matchil lihishtokek, litkarev elav idbarach, umitmarmer al machshavto, retzono lotovim, sheachazuhu, umitoch deagam mara, ki ilu meatzmo midabem imeno lemor. 
you're, you're experiencing something which brings you closer and closer to be concerned over your spiritual state of being. And it brings you to start speaking, what, and you start verbalizing, oh my God, I, I can't believe how low I am that this thought even came to my mind. See, the Russia comes and tells you, what do you mean you're low? You were able to prevent yourself from sinning. You should feel like you're a tzaddik. The, the Rebbe says, a chassid, he's happy on a certain level that he didn't do any averas, but he stops and he's like, but what, what is it about my life that these kind of thoughts can still infiltrate me? You have to think about that. Yes, I'm happy I didn't do the Avera, but where am I? Efwani, like, tunagdola, zone out. If I'm really, you know, if I'm holding, or if I am where I think I should be, how could I, how could these thoughts even, how could there be a hava, you know, that a person like me and the maimad that I'm in is still going through something like this? Still having some, such thoughts or such desires and lusts. Stop and try to talk about it. Because maybe now you were saved. Maybe now you had enough dat to not do it. But you don't really feel how bad that bitter feeling of having these, entertaining these thoughts are. It could be that tomorrow you're going to, you don't know. That like, the, like the Rebbe is saying, these Hasidim are 75. They're like, how on earth could it be that I'm struggling with these things? So the Rebbe is saying, when you, were, when you were younger and you had a taiva, but you overcame it, did you stop for a second and think about Efwani Ba'olam? How could I even entertain these types of thoughts? What is it about my life that gives an entry to even this kind of machshava? Is it going to be like this forever? It's going to be like this forever. Have you ever had these thoughts when you're in the struggle and you're like, is this just going to be on repeat the rest of my life? Is it ever going to end? Is, it, is this well, I mean, ever going to end? what yeah. Torah says. I, and that, absolutely. That was like a depressing but like important Torah. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yes. Yeah, it, is it actually is. I wish I could tell you otherwise, but that's the point. Well, the Shaila is, so, so, so let, let's dance the dance forever, but how are you going to dance this dance? Yeah, it'll be forever, but what's the, what is it going to be like forever? Yeah, it'll, it'll, you always have to be on guard. You always have to be on guard. But sometimes like, we have to change that, that sensation of being on guard, being a depressing thing, to being a Simchadika thing. But there should be some change in this. There should be. Should is a very high expectation level. Yeah, you're right. Should be. I think that's why the Rebbe is speaking to younger guys and saying, you don't want to be that guy that's still sitting there at 75 and being like, man, I'm, it's the same struggle. Thank God I'm not necessarily falling into it, but I think I'm, gonna, I'm about to. Or you're at 70 years old, like, ha <laughs> When I was younger and I and I used to creep up on me, it scared the daylights out of me. Now I call you out much faster. It's still there. But I call you out much faster. It's gonna be there, yeah. Baze But but there's gotta be a, a, a scream that even if it's gonna be like this forever, Ribonashalam, take me out of this mutt and purify me. Karveni Nala Bring me closer to your Avaida Bigdusha. This is what he said on in, in Yiddish. Mm-hmm. 
הוא כחולה המכיר את חליו ויודע את שפלותו וחלייתו, שהוא הפתח הראשון אל עצמו ואל נפשו. This is beautiful. Being able to identify the entry thoughts of, of where I don't want to be, but the fact that things are infiltrating inside, the beginning of being able to identify this is like a sick person who recognizes his illness, and at least he knows where the illness exists. He, the Rebbe says, this is the, this is the initial opening to yourself and to your neshama. We think the beginning of the opening to our neshama is in a pure state of mind. Right? That's how we usually like, probably connect to the world of nesh- our neshama. Ah, when I feel Kaddosh V'tahar, and then, you know, then I feel, this is great, I'm going to come close to this, right? But he's saying over here, Mashu Acher. He's saying the opening to who I am is the moment I realize what my illness is. Remember one time, the, that famous video of the, the, um, um, no, the, 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 the Yid that was in the Shuma that came to the Lubavitcher Rebbe? and tried to actually, you know, throw his J-trip on him. Did you ever see this video? Yeah. You never saw this? This is wild. Huh? It's, if anyone can, can find it online and send it out, it's a wild thing. So this guy is coming to the Rebbe, and you can't tell really, like, he's wearing a, a hat, so can, not like a Borsellini hat, but like a beret. I think a beret, and he's holding some like, material, he's holding like, some documents and books. And you can't believe it. He's actually talking to the Rebbe about, about you know, Jay. Trying to get him on Trying board. to get the Rebbe. These guys won't <laughs> stop at a thing. Right. And the Rebbe looks at him in his face over and over again, just in the same thing. He says, the, the sickest uh, uh, illness a person can have is when they're not aware that they're sick. <laughs> it's all he says over and over again, right? Then at the end, he actually takes the, right? And the guy's like, oh my God, did I get, right? Right? But the Rebbe says, I'm just taking this so there'll be one less of this in the streets. And you see him throw it on the floor. It's amazing. But the first illness, the first sign of an illness is when I, the, the, a, a grave sign of a machla is when I have no idea what the machla is. Nothing. The Rebbe says, take advantage of the fact that at least you know what the machla is. You know that you're having, you're, you have these thoughts that come into you. Detect it. It hurts. But be besimcha, this is a petach to your neshama. I mean that there is even machla, not the, the, what the machla is, even that there is a machla. Nachon, nachon. You don't know exactly what it is yet. Aval mashu, yesh mashu, there's something there. And this, I think one of the biggest chidushim of the Rebbe, is that he says this over and over again, in Bnei Machshava Tova also, take advantage of being uncomfortable. It's a mafteach la neshama, the Rebbe says in Bnei Machshava Tova. It's a key to your neshama. Take advantage of it. Okay. So now, he continues, we're going to do a little bit more today. So now he says something very strong. Omnam, bottom of page Chofhei. Rak im yachol hu le'afil et atzmo b'sha'a sherotze, domehu le'ben ha'chacham she'gam b'kirbo ha'chokma. If only I could activate myself at moments that I consciously choose to activate myself to be gewalt, then it's like I'm like the Ben HaChacham that's always in the midst of wisdom. Ki mi shemitragesh lifamim achitrakshuto lo bebchirato hi kshebaa lo yitrakshut mitragesh uchshelo baalo hu keetz karve kaved az hen tov hu yoter min ben ha-meshuga legamre. 
a person that sometimes is stimulated, but he doesn't really know when it's going to happen, and really, it's not even his Bechira. Sometimes he knows when it's going to happen, that he'll feel good in Chazak, and sometimes he doesn't know. So the Rebbe says here, that's not ideal. Yes, you're an Ish Mitragesh, but when are you Mitragesh? And when are you getting excited? So maybe we're not in the category of Bena Meshuga Legamre, but you're not yet Bena Chacham. Because Ben HaChacham has mastered the art of activating Hitrakshut when they want to. Do you hear how deep that is? Activating being an Ish Mitragesh when I choose to. When I know it's the right time. It's Shachris. I'm going to turn it on. It's Mincha. I'm going to turn it on. Oh, I'm, in, I'm in public now. There's things going on here. I shouldn't really get to Mitragesh from. I'm turning it off. It sounds robotic, right? But it's not. It's actually the height of Bechira Chovshis. Height of Bechira Chovshis. He's saying when you, when you have a Yitrakshut, when you're not Mitragesh and you're like a, you're like a stone cold tree, maybe you're better than Bena Meshugal Legamre, but you're not yet in the Chacham zone. You're like a son. He's saying an amazing thing. The person that's nishta here, nishta there, he's in the middle. So you have moments where you're experiencing life in a wonderful way and you're happy that this is what makes you miragesh. You're maybe more like the Ben HaChacham. Later in the day, you can mamish be like the Ben HaRasha, the Ben HaMeshuga. Give me an example. Did you ever go to be by a tzaddik and being and you're flying or you're in the highest height of choosing to like, this is what I want in life. And that same night, things you would have never imagined you could be dealing with start popping up in your life and you're starting to have an identity crisis. Like, wait, who's the re- who really is the real me? Because right, there's no way that three hours ago I would ever be able to succumb to what I'm into right now. So the Rebbe says here, so you're between being Ben Mishuga and Ben Achacham. You could identify with both sides. If only this child can say, I'm going to decide how I'm going to feel. Can you imagine saying that? I'm going to decide how I'm going to feel. I'm going to decide like, what, the, what the stimuli is going to be. I wake up in the morning, well, I don't know what, what's the day going to be like, ending Musag. But imagine I wake up in the morning and I'm saying, today, Shlomo Ben Saratziv Yaakon wakes up and he's choosing, to, he's choosing what's going to turn him on and what's not going to turn him on. So what do I have to do in order to be in that headspace? Like, where, what other decisions do I have to make to be in a situation that I covea, I establish for myself what's going to excite me today and what's not? So I have to... I, I can only do this if I've been uncomfortably numb. Or not numb, if I've been uncomfortable in the past, 
and I've gotten a, t- a sense of my neshama through my illness. Zatomeret, I can only know where I want to be and what makes me feel really on if I've had a little bit of a self-awareness in my life of where are bad places for me and where are good places for me. Do you understand? Like there's no other way I could look boa merosh, here it's going to be good for me. I, I have no idea. If I never, if I never stood, if I never took my time with the moments that really have, you know, make me feel uncomfortable. This is true in every situation in life, but the Rebbe wants to bring us to a place of being like, you're an avrech, you at a young age have to be aware of what you feel like when you feel uncomfortable. Remember that feeling. Remember it until, you, until you're sick of feeling sick. So much so that you, exclude, you, will, you will end up never allowing yourself to go back to places, surroundings, societies, hashpas that have such a bad, bad energy on you. You're going to schlep yourself back to Yerushalayim by Yochai. Every, 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 you're going to do what you have to do because you know that's where you want to be. And then you become a person that's kreveya. This is what makes me feel good. This is what I'm going to be like. This is going to be my life. Baal Bechira. You're executing your Bechira. Learning Torah always makes me feel good, even if I don't fully understand it. So I'm going to bring myself back to a scenario where I'm learning Torah, for instance, right? Which is the answer to the 75-year-old who's still struggling. Hmm. Some level. Hmm. I have no idea. I've, it could, I mean, the Talmud Torah can I get cool on, so right, yes. Which, which answer not to be that 75-year-old who's still struggling. What, you know, what do you mean? You know how to tap into yourself. And no, the Rebbe is saying to the 75-year-old, you have no you never, you went through life doing right things or, wrong, or not doing wrong things, but you never were aware of this makes me feel good. You just did things by rote, so now you're 75. Which is why you're struggling. Which is why you're still struggling, because you don't even know what it means to say, I'm going to be here and not be here, I'm going to decide to hang out here and not here, because you, you never did anything with the awareness of what was happening inside of you while you were doing it. Yeah. It's interesting. They say Yaakov had the best years of his life at the end. Mm-hmm. So you have the Abraham begat Yitzchak. Mm-hmm. You have the love and the Geburah. And then uh, Yaakov, who is the wisdom, the synthesis between the two. And so if you never experience the Yitzchak, right. and you never really experience that and are able to. So it's interesting. So Yaakov at the end of his life didn't have this problem because he was right. able to, through his life, feel all the Gevura, and he went through it, and see, he, he must have done it right, because at the end, he didn't have it. He was able to reach that level. Yeah. And also that there's a reason why Yitzchak comes after Abraham, because in the Yitzchak is the love. <laughs> it's already in the DNA, and, yeah. And he's saying here, when you, when you see that discomfort, and you see those things, and you see that Gevura, and you see the din, you have to look inside and see the love in it. Yeah, you're fair. You're fair, Okay, um, he's saying over here again. Veluhay, we have five lines from the bottom of this top paragraph. Veluhaya biyada benazel kol panim likboa et itav shebesha'a sheyirtzeb bechirato yikba et daato liot ata bedaami yushevet. If a person is able, like we say, if you're closer to the benachacham, but and you're able to set times and say, now is when my das is going to be miyushav, ki az lo aitam machalato kol kach kasha. Then your machla is not so bad, meaning your 
your rush of dirty thoughts, for instance, is not overtaking you. You know when the best time of the day is when you generally don't have this problem, for instance. That means your machla is not so severe at those times. But then there's the situations when you don't have, it's not, it's not in your control. It's the spirit that comes and grabs hold of you and not you grabbing hold of the spirit that's coming in. Who can, be, who can take, who can become a guarantor for what actions may happen to a person at moments where he realizes that he has no control. I know it seems a little bit like repetitive here. The Rebbe is trying to drill a point home. Okay, let's continue. A person that gets excited, but it's not based on his Bechira, he just, it's inc- uncontrollably, both for good or for bad. Okay, you're better than the person that's completely untouched from the world. You know, like we said on Monday, there are those that say, don't give me highs, don't give me lows. Let me just have smooth sailing, even though it's not smooth sailing, it's nothing. It's, there's not, no life to it. But the Rebbe is saying, at least the person that sometimes falls because of his Yisrakshas, but also sometimes is very high because of his Yisrakshas, he's better than the person that never feels anything. But generally, most of the time, the quality of his of his is very is very small. It's very little. There is some kind of a spilus that happens in his mind and in his heart, but it doesn't come into action. The excitement you experienced from goodness and Kedusha was limited. It reached your moach and your lev. Uh, yeah, your dat and your lev. Where didn't it reach? Where didn't it touch? You're still able to say things and do things that you still wouldn't do. Even though inside something was brewing, but it's not, it wasn't strong enough. To get you to Ma'olamaisa. So, what good is that moment where you're, ah, Yom Kippur, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Lakin, Hashem Echad, or Af Im Pa'amayim Beshalosh Bashana, or even if you have these moments two or three times during the year, Lezakech Ule Kadesh et Kolatz Muto, Bechol Yemot Hashana Sheotehem Verig Ehem. This is a theme that the Rebbe comes back to all the time. Do not rely on those moments of utter bliss of Yom Kippur to help you in a dodgy day in January. It's not, it won't work and it's not meant to work. The Rebbe says in Bnei Machshavatova, why limit yourself to high moments of dveikus that only happen on Yom Kippur? Or let's say even more, more, more common, high moments that happen just on Shalashudas. It's got to be, like God, God created the situation for us that if we learn how to take advantage more and more of moments of gilui of our nefesh, we could find these moments more and more and more. But those that wait for the highest of the highest to help them in times of the lowest of the low, it's not going to work. 
Just like with, I mean, with, with husband and wife, if you're just waiting for the most romantic moments in order to kind of like liashev your love, to like make your love more barakhaima, then it, it's not strong enough for the moments that you need when there may be hitrakshut that has a different address. We should never know these kind of things. And I think that the Rebbe, this whole book is basically like a mamash, a deep introspection into the psychology of man. Like, what do we wait for? Don't be someone that waits. Learn the art of activating. That's what the, and he says, I'm going to continue to teach you what this is all about. You are the Bala Bechira. Don't wake up in the morning and be like, I'm not sure what it's going to be today. I hope we're good. Wake up in the morning and say, well, yesterday, Yabon Shleilam, I sensed that with that person, that feelings that I was having inside were making me feel so-and-so. And in that shul, or with that chavre, or in that business deal, I was feeling this and that. I remember that feeling. That made me feel like this. Oh, you've detected more and more of your awareness of what makes you feel mitragesh, for good or for bad. And every day has to be, I mean, this sounds, this sounds very uh, musadik, but basically he's saying, Every single day you have to get more in touch and aware of how surroundings make you feel. Because there's no other way that you could become a person that's about Baal Bechir and saying, I'm choosing, see, therefore, since I know how I feel in certain areas, I'm choosing to set up shop here. Because I already know that my das is most miyushav there. The Rebbe says when a person lives like that, they become like their own surgeon. Like they, they detect the illness, they become their own surgeon and be like, and I know that the way to deal with my machala is like this. And the Rebbe, I think, is saying to us, the Baal Shem Tov wanted you to become your own surgeon. You got to go to a soul doctor, a soul master, to let you know maybe that you're sick. But after that, you have to believe that you have the tools. But the shayla I have is like this. What holds us back from doing this root work of detecting where we feel good and where we feel bad? Because... We don't want to do this kind of stuff. What holds us back from doing this? What do you think? It's not easy. easy. You know, I, I'd rather just be numb. You know, like, go back. But, but this is the work. And like every morning I wake up like I'm going to make that day. And then, and then the, the, when I say like I'm going to make that day, I got to find all these points. I have to remember, yes, yeah. Don't think you became a completely different person since yesterday. The things that bothered you yesterday, they probably still bother you today. It's not like, no, no, that was yesterday. It's probably the same thing today. What did you say? What do you mean by ego? Uh, that, that voice, that other side that is telling you, don't go ahead, don't go ahead and research this way. It's not worth it because even if you do find some good points, you're just going to be let down anyway. You'll never be able to maintain this level of consistency and continue to grow. It's better just to stay in a fog than it is to do this type of root work you're looking for. It's painful in the short term, and you're going to just be let down anyway. Keep your expectations low. Stay put. Then you'll be 75, and the Rebbe, and you're going to come to your Rebbe and say, you know what, I'm, I'm watching dirty movies. Well, that is why this is... That's you know you don't you don't think so much about that part. Or even if I do, I'm like by then. And by then, by then, I mean, these aren't going to be issues. That's a good point. All I got to do is ride this out. That's again. This this really has had the last 
had me thinking the last two days of it, just about like that. That he called it, and his his, his hair is up on edge. Like, like imagine if you and I had the chance to be spit out next to the Pizzazza during that time. Like, wow. I and mean, we just think that just to be around that, right. like while he's writing, or just like to have that interaction, we we're the lucky ones. We we, right. we got it. We're in. And the truth is, even me in my thirties thought, hey, wow, I read Garner Moon, I'm getting breast love, I understand this idea, Eretz Yisrael, all right, look, I'm home free, so to speak. I'm not going to be the biggest Sadiq, but all right, man, I got right, it, I'm right. especially next to those guys back where I came from. And turns out I don't at all. And, and so to hear this, he says, hey, look, Yas, you may have gone Garner Moon, you may have got Laser Brody, you may have got Shlomo Katz, you may have gone, and, and, and the piece that you may have, and then you have a dance at Shirat David, and a Rav Shimon visit, but it, it, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you're in like Flynn. It, it's like the and, and the in like Flynn is like the was that was that voice is that was is in me is in all of us of like oh yeah okay even in Kedusha I'm going to go ahead and try to bury you. Is it so, because the is it because you may have you may have had all those experiences, but the work wasn't being done no, along the way. No, you're touching on the emotion. No, because because. It is work. It's work to go to two months. Work to dance. Is to, to to do a check. No, I'm talking about work. It's work to do. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no it, it, but but it is like to put yourself like it, 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 it's it's work. It's I'm work. putting myself out. There. I'm going through motions. The decision. It's work. Yeah. I had a driver now coming. It's work. But to feel it, to actually, well, to really like to act, to try to feel yeah. it, to try to actually change my nature, to push my boundaries, right. my comfort zone. That part, and only I really know that. Right. He knows that I need to do that. Right. And he'll say, you're going to be dancing around the checklist Friday night, Shirab yeah. David, when you're 70. Sorry, Paul, can you imagine, by the way, I'm sorry, because we started, it like, is. we don't do checklists. And then, like, it well, is. Well, we dance. And, it is. Know? 100%. <laughs> what did the Rebbe say? You said the Rebbe said to that guy? What did he say? He said to, he said to that, that guy, guy he said, the older guy? No, the one who came to him, the, he would, uh, the J thing, and he said to him, you... He said that the worst thing, the, the, the most gravest part of someone that's sick is that they don't know that they're sick. Bingo. That's why. That's why we don't... That's why because, I, Right, because I'm not sick. We, I, we don't deal with it because right. we don't because realize... Sick. We don't realize a lot of times. First of all, we don't want to feel it. Okay, we don't want to feel the pain. Right. So we, we have all these mechanisms... This is our MO. We, we resort to the mechanisms, which it is not to feel the pain. We learn this when we were young. So we don't go to those spaces. And B, a lot of times we don't even know that we're sick. We don't even know we're avoiding it. We're just acting on whatever. So we're not even to the point of awareness that we know that we're not dealing with it. And I think that's the main one. Yeah. And we live in a society. Listen, we live in a society where everyone says, well, you go to the doctor. Oh, why don't you go to the doctor? You're not, why don't you go to the doctor? I go to the doctor, he's going to give me a pill to, to hide the symptom. That doesn't fix the problem. Right. This is our society. Our society. No, just, just wear the mask and everything fine. <laughs> just put the mask on and no one will be in the hospital. Really? Well, we're two years in and I still see it. Really? I mean, so I'm saying the society is just like, we're a weak generation. Right. We're all weak. Get the cortisone shot, but that's not healing the... Yeah. Listen, it used to be the farmer would go out and it would take him two days to do an acre. Now, he gets on his tractor, and he can do it in an hour, and he's still complaining. We're weak. Yeah. We're weak. Because this stuff And we don't even strength. know we're sick. We don't, most of it is we don't even know. And then when we do know, <coughs> then we don't it want hurts. to feel the pain because we're not used to it. But the Rebbe's saying, but please, I'm begging you, understand, when you do know, use that as an opportunity. Yeah, you've got to go That's the petach to your neshama. 
That's, that's an opening. How else do you want to go inside? So what he's saying is, I guess, is if you've gone in there and you've won the battle, you never win the war. But the you battle. Get that, you win the battle and you have that mitragesh. you got to remember that. Make remember, an inventory, yes. Remember yes. that when you go into the battle, yes. when you, you don't always win, but when you do win, remember how good you felt. But also when you lose, remember, remember what that felt too. Uh-huh. Remember what that felt like too. You have to take an inventory of all the emotions that you had through both winning and losing in order to become a person that's a Baal Bechir that chooses more, that can choose and say, this is how I'm going to live my life and this is what I'm going to surround myself with to have more wins. Well, the ego, like you said, the ego, the ego hates losing. The ego hates losing. And don't even losing. bother trying to win because you know, you're probably going to lose. Yeah. In the end, you're going to lose. You'll never win the war. Yeah, you might win here and there, but you know, basically you're going to be, you're going to be batting. So I know you need some yeah. wins, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to knock down some other people. We're going to find some faults in other yep. places, and we'll go and you'll feel really good about yourself. Because I know you need a win here and there. But don't push yourself to a, pos- a place that you're, there's a good chance you're going to lose, but that's, that's exactly one. what you need to Nothing. do. That's one, that's one thing. Another way of easy win would be like, um, basically like doing, doing the easy mitzvahs, if that makes any sense, or the easy... <laughs> Fix fruit. huh? Fruit. The low bearing fruit. Yeah, yeah. And I feel good about myself. <laughs> it, we find we find this lesson now in, in society, like in the last couple of years, where people do take stock of you know how they're feeling about it. So I don't like the way it's making me feel. Right. This doesn't this doesn't make me feel good. Right. It's, so that so but but their response in the world has been to retreat. Right. It doesn't make me feel good, so I'm out of here. No, no, no. But, 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 Take take account right, of that's this. Part of it. That's take account of this not feeling good. Don't just say I'm out of here. But take account of it, because you'll be back here. Right. Like oh my god, how did I get back here? Because it didn't really. You weren't really aware that you're ill. You just think I came here by accident. It's not my bag. I, I by accident showed up here. That's not really me. But I keep on showing up here. Uh, the Rebbe is so the Rebbe is so vast. He's so big. He's so large. And we're going to continue on Monday. He's going to give us some practical etzes. To, to figure out how to be okay with being uncomfortable, even if we don't understand things. This is amazing. It's amazing stuff. Ashreen, we should have a beautiful day, everybody. Ashreen.